0: Hate me, that's what it is. But maybe you're mad with somebody who ain't here, Donnie, who can't defend himself. You know? And I understand what you're going through, young man. I swear, I've been there. And I know what it's like. A real abandoned and mean, mad and everything, and you're a better person than that. Forgive him. Because there's nothing you can do about it. And it's taking a toll on you. But you are my brother. Let me apologize to you if I hurt you that we haven't been together. And God is good to bring us back together. All I right. I know, man. It hurt me too. Forgive yourself, least Cause I forgive you, I forgive you, they forgive you, they forgive you, I 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 forgive you. Forgive you. Forgive you. Forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> We've all experienced pain before. Whether it's from people who did us wrong, jobs that laid us off, or relationships that took way more than we could give. It's very easy to take that anger and sadness that those people and circumstances gave to us and carry it on throughout life. Many of us become so consumed in that negative feeling and a lot of times choose to use that feeling as a motivator. I'm willing to bet whoever you admire or see as successful somehow traces their backstory all the way to some type of pain that they've experienced at a young age that they now use as motivation. In American society, this stigma of using your pain to fuel you and keep pushing forward and to never look back has been passed around for many, many years and generations. Why do we do this? Well, as my therapist likes to say, let's unpack this. As adolescents, we're taught to apologize every time that we do something bad or hurt someone's feelings. So much to where we don't even really feel sorry, we just say it so that we can get out of trouble. Think about it, what normally follows as a response after you say, I'm sorry? It's okay. We're taught this pattern at a young age and get so used to it that it doesn't even hold any weight to us like it's supposed to. For so many people, when they apologize now, they just say it because they just think that it's what they're supposed to do after they do something wrong as if they want to wash away whatever it is that they did. And as the receiver of the apology, most of the time we see right through them. But what about when those apologies come deep from the heart out of shame and genuine care for the person who has been hurt? Or even worse, what if you never get that apology? Son, did you ever have reconciliation with your father? Did you ever forgive him for convincing you to lie? No, ma'am. I said before, he's a coward. Mm-hmm. I have six kids, four boys, two girls. I couldn't imagine doing that to my son. Mm-hmm. He allowed on to mush me, pulled me in my chest. No ma'am. No. I hate him. Mm. My life is ruined. We're not kids anymore. So we get to choose if we forgive someone or not. So many of us refuse to forgive others because we're feeling that pain and anger and can't see ourselves letting our guard down with that person again. We want that person to feel that guilt from hurting us. But unfortunately, we bring more pain to ourselves by keeping that resentment in us. We do more damage by putting up those walls. And the biggest places that that anger and pain present themselves is through our interactions with other people. Alright, let's get ready for some examples, you ready? Mom or dad walked out on you at a young age? That pain can present itself in your intimate relationships and develop into abandonment issues. You ever been cheated on in a relationship or stabbed in the back by a friend? That pain can show itself in how you develop trust issues. Ever been suddenly fired from your job? That pain could present itself in how you keep a distance and don't get attached to your coworkers in the future. Ever been made fun of because of your appearance or how you sound? That pain could show itself in how you treat your children and don't want them to go through the same experience that you went through. So you end up caring about how others will see your child more than how your child sees themselves. Ever been bullied in school and had a hard time making friends growing up? That pain could present itself in how you socially interact with others and how you make friends as an adult, especially once you get a job. Oh, you think I'm lying? Okay. In school, were you ever afraid of being seen alone so you would go eat in the teacher's classroom or worse, in the bathroom, got older, and now you eat in your car on your lunch breaks at work? There's many more pains that you may have experienced and show themselves in more than one way that I've mentioned. We can act like these things don't affect us and try to forget about them, but if we're being honest with ourselves, if you've never gotten your closure with it and still remember it, it affects you. I know it sometimes sucks being the bigger person and it's hard forgiving someone, but as a wise Steve Harvey once said. Forgiveness is not for the other person, it's for you. Mm -hmm. What you don't understand about not experiencing true forgiveness, not letting it go, was explained to me this way. When you don't forgive a person, it's like you drinking the poison, waiting on them to die. and that's what happens man you're doing a real disservice to yourself one of the best things that we can learn to do is to forgive i promise you you will never live the life that you want if you relive what didn't work out the mistakes you've made or who hurt you now don't get me wrong sometimes you need some time to forgive not everyone has the strength to forgive immediately some of us have the forgiveness strength of mahatma gandhi and some of us have the forgiveness strength of 50 cent despite being raised in the church i'm still a work in progress when it comes to forgiveness and something that helped me improve on this is when someone told me hey they already hurt you once don't allow them to continue to hurt you by always thinking about it it was easy letting my emotions take over and walking around with a chip on my shoulder but I've realized that everything I've gone through is nothing to be ashamed of because it all has prepared me for my future. But while that could be easy to say sometimes, some of us secretly yearn for that forgiveness from ourselves. I can see how much you forgive me for all the mistakes I've made. Cops, I... No, no, let me finish now. That you could open your home to me, share that with me, when I wasn't there for you the way I should have been. i don't deserve it we were happy that you were there i appreciate you saying that i do it doesn't take away the shame that i feel though we make mistakes every human does and a lot of times these mistakes come with a lot of guilt and regrets whether it's because you ruined your relationship didn't raise your children the best you could have or you hurt someone who was very close to you. You can't do anything about the past, and living with that guilt will only continue to weigh you down and keep you from progressing in your life. You need to drop it. Once you let go of all that, you'll be able to walk into the new life and blessings that are waiting for you. You may be a product of your past, but you don't have to be a prisoner of your past. Sometimes we use more energy holding on to the past than we use letting it go. Well, how do we let it go, you might ask. By stop thinking about it and stop talking about it. The reason why some people never heal is because they keep opening up old wounds, calling their friends up saying, man, I can't believe they did that to me, my guy. That happened over five years ago. And you talk about it like it happened yesterday. If you wanna be free of that pain, you not only need to drop it, you need to bury it, have a funeral for it, and make the decision to never talk about it again. If you even get the thought to bring it up, just breathe and try to think about something else. That heartbreak, that pain, that disappointment is dead and it's in the past. And if you keep going back and digging it back up, it's not only going to hurt you, but it will for surely affect the people around you as well. So don't put your shit on me when you're the one that's afraid. I'm afraid. What what, what am I afraid of? What the fuck am I afraid of? You're afraid of of me. You're afraid that I won't love you back. You know what? I'm afraid too. Fuck it. I want to give it a shot. And at least I'm honest with you. I'm not honest with you. No, what about your 12 brothers? No, you're not going. You're not leaving. What do you want to know? What? That I don't have 12 brothers? Yes. That I'm a fucking orphan? No, you don't want to hear I didn't that. Know no, that. you don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear that I got it. fucking cigarettes put out of me when I was a little kid. I didn't know that this that. isn't fucking surgery, that the motherfuckers stabbed me. You don't want to hear that shit, Skylar. I don't, do. Want don't, to hear don't tell that. me you want to hear that I shit. I want to hear it because I want to help you. Because I help want to Help me. With... What the fuck? What do I got? A fucking sign on my back that says save me? No. Do I look like I need that? No, God. I just want to be with don't you because I love you. Don't bullshit me. Don't you fucking bullshit you. me. I love you. I want to hear you say that you don't love me. Because if you say that, then I won't call you. When you're bitter, you push people away. When you're guilty, angry, offended, you push opportunities away. Worst part is, most of the time when we push these people and things away, we don't even realize that we're the problem. I remember back when I was working as a dental assistant, I was so tired going into work one day that I didn't realize that I not only forgot to take a shower that night before, but I also forgot to put on deodorant. I was walking around thinking everything was fine. I was happy that we had a light schedule. It was Friday. It, it didn't even occur to me that I probably smelled like rotten asparagus because I couldn't smell it. It wasn't until one of my coworkers came up to me while I was by myself and said, Is that smell coming from you? What smell? (laughs) Dude, you smell like you just came from the gym. She knows who she is, but shout out to her for letting me know and letting me use her deodorant that day. Just like how I didn't know I was stinking up the office that day, we don't usually know that we're carrying baggage that is affecting the people around us. When we walk around with anger, bitterness, unforgiveness, we may not realize it, but all of that is stinking up our lives. We're pushing people away and hurting them without even knowing it. And then we get mad and call them things like selfish or sensitive when they choose to distance themselves from us. As I've said in this episode and from episode two about therapy, we need to heal from our wounds or else we'll continue to bleed on people who didn't even cut us. You can't punish people for mistakes. You know, it's like you have to forgive people. And a big part of that, you know, is forgiving yourself. We don't forgive ourselves for stuff and it makes it impossible for us to forgive other people. Who y'all talking to, man? Growing up, I've dealt with pain from not only just friends, family, ex-lovers, co-workers, but I've dealt with pain for myself as well. And of course, you know, normal American society, what I did is just harbored it all in and just kept moving forward. Every time that I expressed my emotions to my dad, my mom, my granddad, or even just my friends, they would always tell me the same thing. Just keep moving forward. Stay focused on what you need to do. And, like, while that was, like, good information for the time being, it did not help in the long run. See, growing up, not only did I put up walls and barriers when it came to relationships, I put up walls and barriers when it came to friends and co-workers. So many times that I would get a new job and I would just refrain from sharing, well, sharing anything about myself, really, because I didn't want to get too close to my coworkers because I was like, what if I get fired and I never see them again. And then now they just have all this information on me. It, it, was a, it was a terrible mindset to go into workplace with, or even just with friends. I didn't feel comfortable even just sharing where I really was from. For the longest, for many years, like close to a decade, really, I told people that I was from New York because I just didn't want them to really know that I was from Oakland. Just because I didn't want them to really know who I really am. I didn't want people to get close to me because I was always... In fear that they would leave me. And that was just harbored in baggage that I had from my childhood. So then, growing up into my teenage years and even into my 20s, I just held on to so much baggage from all these people from my past. And not only did I hold that baggage from other people, but the biggest person that I held baggage from, the biggest person who I would honestly say hurt me the most was myself. See, growing up, I did not have the best self-talk. I didn't have the best self-affirmations or any of that. I was really hard on myself. I was so used to telling myself, man, you can't sleep, you can't eat, oh, you got to keep moving forward, you got to keep this, that, and the other. And anytime the smallest imperfection happened, anytime I did the smallest problem, the smallest mistake, whatever it would be, my mind just would blow up on me. I would say so many negative things about myself. I would think so many negative things about myself. So much to where even now at 24 going on to 25, there is nothing that anybody could say to hurt my feelings because I've already said them to myself in my head. And this was just so unhealthy to live with. And as I've said before in my therapy episode, episode two, I eventually hit my breaking point. It got to the point where I was tired of having these lonely nights where I would just cry by myself and just have all this harbored pain. And I just didn't know where it was from. So I finally went ahead and got therapy at the age of 24. And now it's officially been a full year that I've been attending therapy at least once, sometimes twice a week. And now I could say that I'm not a fool. I'm not fully perfect. I'm not fully healed. I'm not, I haven't gotten rid of all the things from my past, but I have started the full, I've made the first steps and I'm definitely a work in progress. And I'm definitely in a better place than I was a year ago. And the simple way how I managed to start this progress was simply by forgiving. I forgave the family members that hurt me from my past. I forgave my parents, I forgave my grandparents, I forgave my friends, I forgave all of my exes, I forgave all of my coworkers and jobs that laid me off. And by doing that, I was able to release so much baggage and weight that was on my shoulders. And the biggest person who I was able to forgive is myself. Once I was able to finally look in that mirror and say, bro, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for all the negative things I said about you. I'm sorry for all the negative things that I put in your head. I'm sorry for all the missed opportunities. I'm sorry for all the people that I pushed away. I'm sorry for all of these things that you now have to deal with as an adult. And I just hope that you forgive me. And once I was able to make that apology to myself in the mirror and forgive myself, man, I was able to let go of. All of my baggage. I was able to let go of everything. And now I'm as free as I've ever been. And it just is such a blessing to finally say that out loud. Our final word for this episode is A. If you listen to this episode all the way through, then I know you're just like me and you're tired of carrying all this baggage everywhere. Whether if it's pain that's done onto you or pain that you've dealt onto others, it's time to let it go. Have a funeral for all that pain, suffering, heartache, and shame, and leave it in the past. No more talking about it. No more letting the accuser convince you that you're toxic or that you're unworthy of your blessings. Those lies will only continue to keep you from your blessings the longer that you let them plague your mind. When the failure, mistakes, guilt, disappointment come back playing on that TV screen known as your mind, do yourself a favor and change the channel. Make the decision to move forward instead of backwards. We may not be responsible for our pain, but we are responsible for our healing.